How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Wherever I go, he goes. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to the Culture Crave Podcast. I'm Zach Williamson here with Lou Goosens and Ross Cutsworth. Today we're talking Obi-Wan episode four. Okay, fellas. So Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four. Just finished it. You just watched it? Okay. Literally just finished it. Bro. I'm just gonna Wait, give my what? take. I'm just Bro, gonna, give my, I'm just gonna give my take on this you, whole fucking You thought show, it was bad? Okay? Go on. Yeah, I go. I just find this show extremely underwhelming for the potential that it has with bringing Obi-Wan Kenobi. You have iconic character in Obi-Wan Kenobi. You have the greatest villain of all time in Darth Vader. And a lot of this just feels underwhelming. The story is underwhelming. I mean, it, the show has been Leia kidnapped, rescued, Leia kidnapped, rescued. That's what it's been. Four episodes. Respectfully. What you mean, respectfully? I'm just saying, yeah. like, this is, we've already seen all this shit with Mandalorian. They're already doing a story like this where it's like, oh, kid gets captured, rescued. Baby Yoda style. Yeah, it's a played out format. I get what you're saying. And it's, it's nothing, definitely nothing new. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's not blowing my socks off, you know? It's just yeah. like, it's very safe. I literally have no thoughts on it because it's just boring, you know? <laughs> like, I honestly yeah. watched that, and Nelly's like, Shit. how did you like the episode? I'm like, it was an episode. <laughs> like, I don't what know. the fuck? What is there to say about it? Yeah, like, I don't hate it. It just, it's just, they had, the, it just feels like they had this concept of, okay, we're going to make Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fight again, which could make sense in canon. I think that there's dialogue in the original trilogy that could lead to all this too. Like there's even one part of the dialogue in Return of the Jedi where he says, Obi-Wan once thought as you do. And I feel like that should be what this whole show has been formulated around is that once Obi-Wan Kenobi finds out he's alive, that he can, he then still tries to save Anakin. That's what I would have done the whole show around, that piece of dialogue alone. Yeah. And if you have Leia, okay, if Leia's the way that you get him out, okay, that's how you get him out. But as soon as he finds out Anakin's alive, then that should be the whole conflict of the show. And the the other thing, too, is that we know that he trained as a he trained to become a Force ghost during all this year. So that would have been something, too, that I would have done. And potentially maybe like a Clone Wars flashback scene or even drawing out his pain on Tatooine, you know, there, I just feel like there's other things they could have done. Even if it's not six episodes, even if it's only four episodes and it's like, Hey, we're doing this and we're getting him to fight to that point, you know, to the conflict with Anakin and trying to save Anakin again. They tease on Qui-Gon Jinn teaching him how to become a force ghost and all that in episode one. Right. I think it was episode one and they, they seemingly dropped the it. Yeah. Well, and in, in this same show and they, it just like, I don't think they're going to, doesn't seem like they're going back to that really. I mean, they oh, might I, have I think another it's gonna scene. happen, but it's just not enough, probably. Yeah. I liked your concept, though, about that line from Return of the Jedi where Luke is trying to save Anakin from being Darth Vader. And that makes total sense. I didn't even I remember that line. That's a good fucking little line you picked out right there. <laughs> that would have been good for the Lord. Like, I that would have fit done. in so well. The whole show around. That's what I would have done this whole conflict of everything around. I think that that 
line alone. And there's other things where he says, like, I haven't felt this presence since, and it trails off in A New Hope. There's room for this story to happen, but you got to get to the point where Obi-Wan Kenobi's in A New Hope, and he says he's more man than machine at this point. You know, like, he's got to get to that point where there's no hope. He doesn't think you can save Anakin. He's unredeemable. Yeah. But they haven't even shown that yet. They haven't shown the part where he thinks he's redeemable. That's, I, I don't know, man. Just underwhelming right Vader now, man. Just- Came out of the gates snapping necks. There isn't, yeah. That's the other thing too with this episode. So I was defending Darth Vader last episode. I was like, oh, he let him get away. But then in this fucking episode, he's pissed that that Reva yeah, let him yeah. get away. You know, like he's like, that's all that matters is fucking killing Obi Wan Ken- or getting Obi Wan Kenobi. So it's like, all right, dude. So you didn't just walk through fire with your lava proof outfit and try to just get Obi Wan Kenobi before he escaped. Also, what was he doing the entire episode? The entire episode, they were mucking about in the ship. And what is he in the back to tank, just chilling? And then he comes out conveniently right as they leave. Are you talking about Vader? Yeah. Well, he's in the solar system. He's in that solar system, but he's not on that planet. Oh, okay. They didn't really show the transition of him being around in the solar system and then coming there. It just, they left. And then immediately after they left, he was just there. There was no transitional scene. That's so cool. It was I mean, yeah, it doesn't really establish when he came back and, you know, tried choking out Reva. I'm sure yeah. like, as soon as he heard that all this shit was going down, he was on a fucking plane to get over there. But yeah, man. And also, like, what are the other Inquisitors doing? They're just fucking walking around doing nothing, man. The other two. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, dude. And also, why wouldn't why wouldn't Vader be there in the first place if they have Leia, his fucking daughter, as a prisoner? They don't know. He doesn't know it's his daughter. He doesn't know. He can't sense through the force. I guess. I don't think he even knows they're alive. He doesn't even. Yeah, until he knows Luke's alive, then that's when he realizes, oh shit, you know, the kid, kids might be there. Might be two of them. He doesn't even know that until Return of the Jedi. I think, right? No, he knows. uh, No, does he know both of them are alive in? Revenge or in Revenge of the Sith, and in Empire, so he knows back. that one of them, or there's mm-hmm. at least one. Hundred percent that he knows. He does not know that they're alive. They even made it look like on Naboo when Padme is doing her funeral. They still made it look like she's pregnant, like she died before the kids, before they gave birth and everything. Yeah, how about do they do that? But Anakin wasn't there for that, and didn't he ask, "Is Padme dead or something?" Yeah, and then yeah. they tell yeah. him, "No, my lord," and then he's like. No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat or uh, so what he tells him you he's dead. Her. Seems you killed her in your yeah. He says something in like your that. Anger. Yeah. Oh, it seems so he. In your oh, anger, you killed her. Okay. Okay. So he like confirms him that she's dead. Yeah. Okay. Also, I was talking to David because he played Jedi Fallen Order, and he said, "Yeah, that the final episode or the final mission in Jedi Fallen Order was the same shit. You're going into the same fortress. He, you go underwater." And that's all canon. And that's only four years difference here. So they just like never fix their <laughs> fucking security. It's <laughs> <No, that's> a <laughs> bit of an oversight. Dude, so Jedi just breaks in every couple of years here, I guess. They're probably just like, ah, what's the odds of that happening again? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And no tower defenses, no anti, you know what I mean? Any sort of uh, artillery that can yeah. shoot out ships out of the sky, yeah. bro. I mean, just goofy shit with this place, man. Yeah. That's kind of Star Wars, though. It's Star Wars is low-tech and high-tech at the same time. <laughs> it's weird. It's a very unique sci-fi universe. <laughs> yeah. I liked I liked uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi getting his mojo back a bit, though, this episode. Yeah, a little bit. I really, I feel the same way that you guys see. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel very strongly about it anyway. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just underwhelming, man. Yeah. Is there anything we're missing, though? I've, 
I, I just watched the fucking it. <laughs> it's just like a. This episode was kind of like almost fillery. It felt too with a six episode show. Yeah, I liked him doing the the mind trick. He got that back a little bit. Which on one? the stormtroopers, uh, Obi Wan, he did a mind trick on the stormtrooper. Somehow they heard. Oh, when he they, like flicks the shit and makes them yeah. walk away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He was doing some Obi-Wan stuff that like reminded me of A New Hope when he's going into the Death Star and he's, you know, causing a bunch of ruckus on the Death Star. Yeah. For <laughs> Being sure. a fucking wizard. <laughs> yeah. So that like all that stuff I didn't mind, man. But I just I don't know, man. A lot of the show is just so underwhelming. Reva's she's not menacing at all. I was gonna say she's almost annoying. Like interrogating a little bit different to her. <laughs> like, dude, she's like yelling at a little kid. Tell me. <laughs> Damn, bro. Just fucking start torching her ass. Fuck it. <laughs> You're an inquisitor. You don't give a fuck. She tried to use like the force to pry into her mind. But then she was like, oh, shit, she's force sensitive. I can't do that. And then she tried to use like different interrogation tactics on her about trying to make her feel like she was on her side. But then when that didn't work is when she started to torture or try to. What's that torture device there, Ross? You know what that is? It looked like they're about to shoot some like fucking into things her right into her eyes or something, man. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that was. It looked like something out of James Bond, out of like a <laughs> 70s James Bond movie. Yeah, man. That one was that was interesting. That room, that set was cool. There were some cool sets in this episode, and there was like some cool wide shots and stuff too. I, I always respect how they like, build these sets, even though that's probably in the volume. Those things were probably in the volume, but they still look good. So that, that all looked kind of good, man. But just, I don't know, dude. It's just underwhelming, man. Fuck. <laughs> well, I even the music, I, I don't know, dude. Even the score <laughs> was just like, also, it was all, I can't think of anything to say on this. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Just have no thoughts. I don't have anything negative to say about the score. I just, it's not memorable, even like the prequel scores were, man. Even Attack of the Clones had... Potentially the best score of any of the Star Wars movies. Or Phantom Menace with Duel yeah. of the Fates, dude. Yeah, man. There's some iconic shit in those prequels with the score. And this doesn't have anything that I feel is as memorable yet. Which is kind of disappointing because the lady who's doing the score is the one who did the Joker movie. And that Joker movie had some great scores. I think she won an Oscar for it, even. Yeah, that score was really good. I don't know if she's having trouble... I don't know. I don't know. I think it's fine. There's nothing negative about it. It's just not. It's, yeah, it's just not wowing you, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 That's the thing about the prequels. As far as the scores went, they somehow felt like they belonged in the Star Wars universe, but they were very new at the same time. Like they gave us new iconic yeah. compositions, but they still felt Even like the sequels had good scores too. Which oh, is, John Williams did all the. The Star yeah. Wars saga movies. The prequels. Mm -hmm. He did the prequels, sequels. He's, he's and the OG. OT. <sighs> yeah. Luke, you have anything else to say on this? Nada. Yeah, man. Like, even, you know, we know yeah. they're going to, there's going to be the Obi Wan. No, sorry. There's going to be the Qui Gon stuff. I feel like that's for sure going to happen. And we're going to get a fight with Vader and, and Obi Wan. But, bruh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> Is it going to get much better? I don't know. I guess we'll see. We only have two more I also looked in the writer today, and I was not that impressed with his shit at all. Okay. Then who is the writer? Joby Harold, man. What's his other works? Oh, Joby Harold? Wait. The Joby Harold? 
No, I think I just saw this Godzilla guy's name. Godzilla vs. Kong. I said that. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, it's the same guy <laughs> yeah, we were talking yeah. about today. What led them to believe yeah. this guy would make... Dude, he... This is like another King fun Arthur fact. Movie. Luke, I read this today, that he straight up had to... He was asking Lucasfilm if Obi-Wan Kenobi... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anakin Skywalker was also Darth Vader, even though that was like a major plot point in Revenge of the Sith. It wasn't even like Wait, he was asking what? them. It was more more like yeah, he, was he was questioning it. Too. He was like, what, yeah, what like, if? Yeah, yeah. Like, bro, just rewatch the movie again. Come on. He's like, we could really play around Come with Come on, this. gay. Yeah. He wrote he wrote something else, too, that was just not good. Let's see. It was a miss. I I did see Edge of Tomorrow. Did, but did he write that, it? Which or did he good. do the story? I don't know. He just has a credit. It just I, I just typed in Joby Harold movies, but I need to look at his IMDb and look at the specific credits. He executive produced Edge of Tomorrow. He wrote or he executive produced John Wick yeah, chapter producer. three, wrote chapter two of John Wick, wrote Army of the Dead. Was that bad? Army of the, the Dead was not good. I, I heard mm-hmm. All right. Probably one of my Zack least Snyder favorite movie? Zack Snyder movies, to be honest. And I like a lot of Zack Snyder's movies. Damn. That one was not it. I, I still have never seen Sin City. He did Sin City? No way. Wait, no way. Did he? Was that somebody else? What? Oh, God. Oh, God. Zack he did, Snyder. He did a movie called Awake, starring Hayden Christensen. Never seen that. Oh, never mind. That's Wait, Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez did Sin City. Okay. Mix them up. He wrote King yeah, Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Series or seen yeah. that movie? That movie is trash. That movie, you know what's funny about that Not, movie? It's pretty bad. That movie they had planned a seven movie series with it, and it was got so panned, box office bomb, canceled all of it. Honestly, the trailers for that movie were pretty fucking hype. The trailers were sick for that movie. Is that with the you, you guy from excited. Sons of Anarchy? Mm. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? God damn it. Yeah, so it says his three Charlie. writing credits are awake. King Arthur, yeah, yep, 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 Army yep, yep. of the Dead, and then a Transformers movie that comes out next year, and it's it's a Transformers movie. But Bumblebee was good. Come on, dude. Bumblebee was I. It was good. I liked it. So this, this boy John Cena wasn't great. John Cena was pretty bad in that shit, man. Yeah, but it's which is crazy. He's like redeemed himself with uh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. He's so good as Peacemaker. Yeah, I guess that, to be fair, it's been a few years. Maybe he just got better at acting too. Yeah, and it's a role that like I think in in Bumblebee he's it's a better he's role for a, him. like an army guy in that too kind of military yeah. guy. No, but he's like super serious. Yeah, yeah, true. He's not being a little bit and goofy with peacemaker. It. I think that's maybe why it didn't work because yeah. he's like trying to be so serious and it's like, dude, you're kind of a big goofy guy. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is cool. peacemaker is a good role for him. Just didn't work. Uh, that that guy's name is Charlie Hunnam. Luke. Um, that's it. The SOA. Yeah, and he wrote all six episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi. Sons of Anarchy. We should just review Sons of Anarchy. Fuck this. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I think I have Luke, literally no. nothing else to say about this episode. <laughs> I did a I did a tweet about I'm submitting fan questions and all that. So let me see if let me bring that up real quick. Oh my god. There's like nothing co- positive. Wow. Wait, I haven't even looked at the rating the reviews for this at all. Are they bad or are they good? Are they all right? Like, what's going on with that situation? IMDb is not a massive fan of it. Oh, yeah. I just saw that you tweeted that. Episode four. Bad. Dude, I honestly, every single reply is 
quite oh, negative. Netflix what was up with hiding Leia in a trench coat? <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, dude, that too. Oh, oh I forgot I, the whole time about I was like, that. Has no one see this? Do they think they're just like, uh, what? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> they think there's some like weird alien species with an extra pair of legs coming off of its side. Also, that dude who died too. Like, there's no weight with his death. The guy who saved him. Like, I think he had one line no, at I the didn't. beginning of the episode. Yeah. 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 Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't care about any of those rebel people. Like the guy that was like, I had a wife once. I know what the Empire can do. Ice Cube's son? It's like, cool. Oh, that's Ice Cube's mm-hmm. son? Did not know that. Still, still don't really give a fuck about his character. So they, they were implying that his wife was a Jedi, right? Huh. wonder who she was. Dude, there's like not a single fucking positive reply. All I can... I don't even want to read these. Uh, wait, are they like NSFW? <laughs> wait, are they like... Are they... Are they, are they fucking wild? It's just like not even any real critique. It's just people saying, this show sucks. Show fucking sucks. Oh. Boring filler. Reva sucks. Vader couldn't even kill her when she failed. The underestimated her. Horrific writing. <laughs> yeah, that's what... God awful. Literally, like, there's, there's <laughs> How they write point. it is so god awful. This is the only one I'll read. This guy just says, the boys is better. <laughs> <laughs> the boys is better? Yeah, not wrong. I can't believe how much money they spent to make such a horrible show. I can't believe there's not well, this a person, single positive reply out of 50 replies. That's insane. Hey, I, I see this one is not positive, but it's saying, wow, a lot of haters here. Maybe people should put their expectations away a little before a show comes out. I'm enjoying it. And then they keep going on. But basically they're saying is all these haters need to just lower their expectations, and then they'll enjoy it. Dude, but see, that's not <laughs> but, a fair critique because yeah, this is, yeah, these are yeah. two characters that, like, Darth Vader is literally the top three villain all time, probably, in pop culture. And Obi-Wan Kenobi was probably the best part of the prequel movies. So, I don't, that's not even fair to say, man. I mean, the, the expectations are there. It's just, and the concept of the show is there. Wait, she goes on after she said that first part. I'm enjoying it, though I agree it's hard to see where it's going. It's <laughs> not even a good positive <laughs> anyway. Yeah, then she ends it deaf getting irritating with Leia. <laughs> what the fuck? No, not positive. Oh, God. Yeah, a lot of Leia too, man. I mean, like... We just kind of trashed on the episode this whole time. It's not even just the episode, man. It's just the, it's the whole uh, show as a whole. It's just not doing it for me, man. All right. Yeah. Oh, I watched Miss Marvel. Bro, see, that's the Last other thing, night. too. I did watch Miss Marvel, and you can see the actual production, and I'd say even the love behind that character, behind the team that are doing that. Like, I feel like they actually really know Miss Marvel. I don't really know Miss Marvel, that character, at all. And there was even a couple parts that I thought were really funny. I'm probably going to keep watching that. It, but it just felt there's literally care and there's like, hey, they want to get this right. And then this show feels like we have these two things. We just want Vader and fucking Obi-Wan to fight and we're going to do a rescue mission constantly to get Leia back. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I agree. I don't, <laughs> I agree about Miss Marvel. It feels just like there's a lot more love and care behind it. It feels like everyone on the project is having fun bro all the art and stuff that's that's what's coming across yeah Yeah. like with her imagining the world and seeing all this dude i thought all that was like really cool actually don't really love how she gets her powers though i'll be honest but 
other than that, pretty good. Pretty good episode to start there. It gave me a lot of... My only um, critique was... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. This is my last thing on it. It gave me a lot of like homecoming yeah. feel. Like I haven't felt something like that since Spider-Man Homecoming with like an actual kid superhero or teen superhero. It, it gave me into the Spider-Verse feelings just with like all the, the art coming up and then like just kind of in her head as she's like going through her day in school. Yeah. Just how Miles is at the beginning of Into the Spider-Verse. True, true. It does give Spider-Verse because with all the like actual comic art and yeah. stuff that you see throughout the episode. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Only, only critique I had on that was when the Ant-Man head got blown off and it was like rolling around that, that was a little goofy. Oh, was she controlling but that? I was confused because it just kind of was like doing a crazy route. I was like, wait, how is it rolling <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this? <laughs> it was taking everything out. I, was, I know. It was pretty baked when I was at that point. And I thought I was like, oh, maybe I missed something. Maybe her little, <laughs> powers are controlling it on accident no she she like bonked it and it was slow it was teetering and then it just rolled off and then it was like <laughs> just picked up so much speed out of yeah, nowhere that's funny yeah man i got nothing else i'm gonna watch the next two but damn yeah <laughs> oh my god complete pile of shit up to this point with 10 fucking bullet points on why it's a piece of shit who said that you uh, some no somebody in your comments like they they were dedicated to really, you know, making sure they got their point across. <laughs> What'd they say? <laughs> Horrific writing, abysmal acting, terrible story. Damn. Destroys all continuity within the franchise. Forcing identity. Oh, okay. That's that's <laughs> that's dumb. Forcing identity politics onto the that's audience. That's stupid. Cringe dialogue. Pathetic fight. Yeah, that's dumb as fuck. Pathetic fight scenes. Destroy the character of Obi-Wan altogether. Identity politics? Okay, Wait, I what do like, they mean by that? Yeah. What you identify as basically... In a political sense. What the fuck? Like Star Wars is always think, political. I know, but they think basically I there's the whole viewpoint behind this is like people getting mad basically at people of color being in positions, being cast as characters. Looks, that's it's, fucking it's dumb. dumb. And they're saying that's identity politics just because they're like not white. <laughs> Okay, I mean, that's, like, literally not even a real... That's, like, just fucking stupid. That's not a real critique, so... What an exactly. idiot. <laughs> yeah, I can look up the... About who? Well, who are they talking about? Riva, then? Yeah, because what else is there? There's like fucking aliens. aliens. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck are they talking about as far as identity politics? No one... Everyone in this show is the least, least offensive type of person that you could be. They're all tested out to be not offensive to the audience so that you can have as big of an audience. There's nobody in here with crazy radical politics or anything like that. I So that's just fucking stupid. Like, it, has anybody in here made even something of a remark that's slightly politically charged? Maybe the fucking... Um, remember that guy who was driving him on the truck and he's like, oh, nothing wrong with a little order. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't. I highly doubt they're talking about that guy. No shot. That's like the only thing I well, think of, like that comes to my head. I'm. I'm assuming just by that, it kind of seems like this person is coming from the crowd of people that were like shitting on what's her name, the actress that plays Leah, or not Leah, uh, or Reva. Uh, Reva. Yeah. What's her name? Reva. Oh, you mean the actress's no, name? The actress. Moses yeah. Ingram. Yeah, Moses Ingram. You're right. Her name is Moses? Damn. Yeah, that's pretty badass. 
Yeah, bro. I mean, that's not a fair critique at all. It's honestly fucking dumb. So, come on, guy. Yeah. I can agree with some of the other critiques. But... <laughs> I know, but then you get to that point, and it's like, all right, dude, this <laughs> yeah. is probably, this is probably like, your uh... first bullet point, and then the rest, you just couldn't get back <laughs> past that, and you were just looking for anything to piss you off with it. This just, like, delegitimized your entire Exactly. Argument. Okay. All right, man. Is there anything else in those replies that you're seeing that's worth talking about? No, somebody pointed out <laughs> what was up with hiding Leia in the trench coat. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Have they ever done any stuff? I'm sure they've done something like that in Star Wars before. They probably have. I can't think of anything. No, that was really bad, though. That was literally, like, slapstick almost. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. bad. You got all these fucking oh, sentry person. droids, all these people walking around, you can't even find him. With an alarm blaring. <laughs> Dude, have it's you worse seen than what you were talking about. Remember, uh, Ross, when you were saying like there was all those bounty hunters in that city? This is this is way worse because this is in a base. And yeah. there's literally the only thing yeah. you're supposed to be trying to find. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Uh, it's like they really, really wanted us to suspend our disbelief. And it's it's too much. It's too much for Bro, me. it's just bad writing. There's some parts where there's not pretty that great directing either in a lot of these episodes too, which is really disappointing because Deborah Chow, I thought, did some really strong episodes in The Mandalorian. Yeah, I think they're just asking the audience to forego logic too heavy. Like, they're, they're leaning into that too heavily. I just don't think it's, it's too... I, I think it's too much. Too much of the suspending to belief. Yeah. 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 Yeah, fellas. All right. Let's fucking pause this thing. Dude, 30 minutes. You, are you still reading those? <laughs> yeah, no. There's a person that uh, commented, you mean this guy? Cool. And then it was an edit of Obi-Wan, but as a black man. And I think it's coming from... What the fuck are you talking here? There's a bunch of... No, sorry. Just let me, Dude, let me finish. Let me finish. Fuck them. This comment's funny. Even Boba Fett show is better than this shit. Do you agree or disagree, both of you? Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's like actually tough to think. Like, to think <laughs> yeah, about that. Yeah. I, I think Boba Fett was better because we had the Mandalorian in it. Yeah, those two episodes alone were better than anything. Sure. Boba Fett might have had lower lows. Yeah, Boba that was Fett at the end. We so still got time. So <laughs> Obi Wan can still go that's lower, true. dude. <laughs> That's so true. We're not done yet. <laughs> yeah. But that fucking speeder we'll chase episode, possibly worst Star Sucked. Wars content of the past however many years. The Leia chase was fucking trash too. The first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, was that part really was bad. really bad in the in a decent episode, I felt. Whereas like I don't remember, I'm pretty sure that whole yeah. Boba Fett episode was not good. It wasn't great, man. It wasn't great. <laughs> That's like, like, that might be a hot take. Even Boba Fett is better than this. Because that finale was bad, too, in that show. Uh, Yeah, the finale was very underwhelming in that. God damn it, dude. We just uh, sound like fucking haters, but I just, there's, I can't, there's nothing. It's fair, man. I mean, when you got shows like The Boys that are really good, you know, or watching The Boys. Boys is good. Stranger Things, pretty fucking good, too. You know, and then you got this shit. The stakes are even higher. You have more popular characters, you know. Yeah. So critique, it's fair. It's fair to critique in this way, I feel. Maybe that's why part of why it is better or worse. Not better. God, fuck. <laughs> Maybe that is part of why it's worse, though. 
having the pressure to hit certain notes to add certain characters, you know, not having as much creative freedom to do what you want with the story. Granted, with the story they have, they could have done a lot Bro, better. No one but. will give Game of Thrones a pass. We're not giving this <laughs> shit a pass. Come on. Also, what are you talking about? Creative freedom, dude. Fucking Disney gives like so much freedom to. Yeah, even the fact that they're letting this show happen. That's freedom, I feel. All like. their creators. I mean, maybe not the freedom to fuck to cuss and shit, but. Guaranteed George Lucas was yeah. never thinking about making an Obi-Wan Kenobi show in between. It's true. No. I guess as long as it doesn't break canon is kind of the thing. You're surrounded by so much canon material, you have to stick within that. That is a constraint, even though that's not necessarily what I was talking about, but I kind of thought about it after the fact when you asked me that question. But I guess you're kind of right. And I, I my, whole, my whole point was just trying to be charitable. charitable What's actually breaking but, canon, though? The only thing that maybe, for me, feels like it breaks canon is that she also now knows his name's Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it never felt like... It, it, I almost felt like it would have worked if she only ever knew him as Ben Kenobi, and then eventually... Con- or not even Ben Kenobi, but then eventually connected that Obi-Wan Kenobi is also Ben. Because in the message when she sends well, by to him, a, she's like, it's very formal, and it doesn't sound like she actually knew him. It sounds like, hey, you knew my dad. You're my only hope in this situation to help me. Yeah. And I feel like that could have worked if she didn't know that his name was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, now she knows his name's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Even Reva straight up just said it to her in this episode. I don't think that breaks it, though. That's not that big. I, because her tone, I think, could have implied either. As far as that message from A New Hope. I feel like in A New Hope, I'd be like, if you knew him, you'd just say, yeah, remember when you saved me? (laughs) I was a child. Like, I need your help again. (laughs) Yeah. But... I don't know, maybe she was worried someone would intercept it. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they just mind wipe her so she doesn't remember any of this. Maybe. (laughs) But other than that, I I don't know. I don't feel like it hasn't really broken canon yet. Everything else feels like there's potential that it could be there, like the conflict between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Like, I think that all works. But anyway, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I'm done. I'm done. All right, everyone. So that's our pod. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Culture Crave and at Culture Crave Pod. Coming up, we're going to do a Obi-Wan Kenobi E5 pod. We're also going to do a Stranger Things first seven episodes combined with the boys. A couple episodes for that, too. So that's what we have coming up. Thanks, guys.